Good evening and welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the Southside and Mount Washington Parish Community as we celebrate the 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time. Serving as your lector and musician, my name is Thomas Conroy, and I am happy to have members of the Bell Choir here with me today. Our celebrants are Deacon Frank and Father Peter. brothers and sisters, we are gathered in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, we may nurture, you may nurture in us what's good, and by your watchful care, keep safe what you have nurtured. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unit of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. You duped me. O Lord, and I let myself be duped. You were too strong for me, and you triumphed. All the day, I am an object of laughter. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I must cry out. Violence and outrage is my message. The word of the Lord has brought me derision and reproach all the day. I say to myself, 
I will not mention him. I will speak in his name no more. But then it becomes like fire burning in my heart, imprisoned in my bones. I grow weary holding it in. I cannot endure it. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Psalm 63. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. My soul, my soul is, is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. O God, you are my God whom I seek. For you my flesh pines and my soul thirsts like the earth parched, lifeless, and without water. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Thus have I gazed toward you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory, for your kindness is a greater good than life. My lips shall glorify you. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Thus will I bless you while I live. Lifting up my hands, I will call upon your name. As with the riches of a banquet shall my soul be satisfied. And with exultant lips, my mouth shall praise you. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. For you are my help. In the shadow of your wings, I shout for joy. My soul clings fast to you. Your right hand upholds me. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. Alleluia, alleluia, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, enlighten the eyes of our hearts, that we may know what is the hope that belongs to our call. Alleluia, Alleluia. 
The Lord be with you. With your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. To you. Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his whole life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? For the Son of Man will come with his angels and his Father's glory and then he will repay all according to his conduct. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. How's that song go? What a difference a day makes? Imagine those storms we had the other day. Wow, I didn't think we had a drought for months and all of a sudden we get all the rain we need in one day. Not good but it was nice for the grass, I'm sure. But I'm sure Peter was probably thinking the same thing. What a different a day makes. You know, last week we heard in the gospel him rising up and pronouncing Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Profound. And there Jesus is giving him the keys to the kingdom. And then we have this week's gospel being told, get behind me, Satan, you're an obstacle to me. Kind of wonder what those exchange of words were really like and how shocked I'm sure Peter would be. I proclaim you as the Son of God, and now you're telling me I'm Satan? But in reality, aren't we all a lot like Peter? We have those days where we think we're doing the greatest things and all things are going well. Then the next day it seems like the bottom's taken out underneath us. Things aren't going so well. Maybe we divulge in the sin that we have. When the day before we might have been doing great things out of the mercy of our, our, our souls, our sacrifices that we do, But that what God, that's what God wants of us, to be able to take up that cross and follow Jesus. And we really think about it in today's gospel. God, Peter is the one that's going, for once, Jesus, follow me instead of me following you. 
Let's escape the pain of the cross. Let's avoid that area and live well. But Jesus didn't come for that. He didn't come to avoid the pain, avoid taking the cross, because he knew he had to go to Jerusalem for our sake. And we too, to follow Jesus, we too must take up those crosses. Sometimes those crosses can be small, and sometimes those crosses can be large and heavy. And sometimes we feel ourselves that they are too heavy to bear. But our lives are kind of really mirrored on the stations of the cross. Because we know there are times in our lives that we are constantly being judged by other people. How often do we hear that today, that people are being judged by the color of their skin and not the content of their heart, as Martin Luther King Jr. would say? And the cross that we have to bear because of that. And at times in our lives, we fall under that weight of that cross, no matter what it is, whether it's a, a health ailment or taking care of our parents when they get elderly or taking care of a special needs child or a spouse. And that weight seems to bother us and we fall. But you know, in our lives, in our own faith, we help those who have fallen. Just like the women of Jerusalem who came to minister to Jesus as he was walking along the road to Calvary, or like his own mother to come to give him comfort, or like Veronica who comes to wipe the face just to give him a little peace. Back in about 2008, during my formation to become a deacon, I was assigned to Children's Hospital. And I got to go from room to room and visit the kids and so forth and see how they're doing. Some of them are nice, some of them were in there because of something simple like they're finding out they had diabetes. Some maybe a broken leg, other heart ailments. And then there are the other ones that were more serious, like cancer. And it was probably about the first week I was there, and the chaplain was taking me around and he says, I want to take you to somebody. Didn't tell me who, what was going on, just wanted him to throw me in there by the fire. He says, Listen, you're on your own, and kicked me in the door and said, see you later. Let me know how it goes. And I went to visit a little girl. Her name was Lucy. She was three years old. And when I walked into the room, she was in a crib, bouncing up and down like she was high on sugar. And her dad was there, and he was kind of a quiet person. But he told me that his daughter had brain cancer. I said, oh. He didn't talk much still. I had to really pry a lot of things out of information out of him. He was just content with being quiet and watching his daughter. He kind of felt abandoned because his, his wife 
didn't want nothing to do with a child once they found out that she had cancer. And he ended up getting divorced because of it, because he left everything, his job, just to be with his daughter. And then the next time I went and visited, his mother was there. She was a talker. And she would tell me everything. She would show me everything. All the tests that they're doing, all the blood work that's going on. And I would basically spend my whole day just with her. Because for her, I was someone who would listen. I didn't say much, but I would listen. And every time I was there, that she was there, and she was so happy when I got there, and we would sit down and she would talk. She would talk about her feelings, talk about her struggles that were going on, the dealings with her son, her son's issues. Basically, her, she was speaking for her son. And over that progression, Lucy was getting worse and worse and worse. And with a matter of eight weeks, she went from a bouncing baby, I won't say baby, toddler of three years old, to one was just lying in the bed unresponsive anymore. Over those six weeks, seven weeks, I didn't quite sure know what my duty was. How could I offer her any words of hope besides the prayer that we would end each meeting? Because I didn't say much. I was there to listen. And me and my son was out walking around in a park, and I get a phone call. It was the grandmother letting me know that her granddaughter died. And I said, I'm so sorry. So sorry for your loss that you're going through. I feel sorry for your son who has to bury their child. And he said, but you know what? Thank you. I said, what did I do? She goes, you were there. You were there to walk with me, encourage me when I was carrying that cross. And even though there was no way to avoid Good Friday with my granddaughter, you were there with me. It's not always easy to carry the cross, to follow Christ. But we can't avoid Good Friday in each and every one of us. But if we try to, and we try to walk the other way, like Peter did, quite numerous times even, even after his resurrection, he wanted to get out of Jerusalem. And he met Jesus on the road, walking the other way back to Jerusalem. He said, where are you going, Lord? He says, I'm going back to the cross. And Peter knew what he had to do. He had to take that cross, and he turned around, and he walked back. To take up our crosses, deny ourselves, 
humbly deny ourselves for the sake of the other person. Being humble is not thinking less of ourselves. It's thinking of ourselves less. Because if we try to avoid Good Friday, we miss the resurrection. In our own baptism, on each and every one of us, it was said, when you die with Christ, we rise with him also. What hope that brings for us. Knowing if we make it through our stations in our lives, when we come to that Good Friday, we know the glory on this altar that comes to us each and every day, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. If we hold out to the end with him, we will rise with Jesus. Let us now offer some of our petitions to our loving God. Our responses hear us, O Lord, for an end to racism and prejudice, especially in light of this week's events in Kenosha, Wisconsin. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all who have lost their homes in the California wildfires, may they find the strength each day to go forward, seeking assistance to rebuild their lives. We pray. Hear us. Hear us, O Lord. Lord. For all of us in isolation, that we may find companionship with God through the scriptures, recall with gratitude all who are significant in our lives, and encourage others who are alone. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. For the grace this week to carry our crosses in union with Christ, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Alexander Caparelli, Paul Farina, and Thomas Geraci. May they be welcome into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today Paul V. McKenna and all the attentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We now pray the prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community United in the spirit, in your name we pray. Amen. And we make all these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. We now pray to the Father using the words our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. participating virtually, please join in praying the prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Renewed by this bread from the heavenly table, we beseech you, Lord, that being the food of charity, it may confirm our hearts and stir us to serve you in our neighbor. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe, and please know that we are always praying for you. Only this I want.
but to know the Lord and to bear his cross so to wear the crown he wore I will run the race I will fight the good fight so to win the prize of the Shine.